Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open, or you just love the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack when hunger strikes. I happen to love me my pistachios. Uh, I don't want to screw around with the nuts, so I love the no-shells pistachios. Anyway, there are a bunch of flavors to choose from, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno, lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts, and each ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by overpriced wireless providers, if you learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. So when you hear that Mint Mobile wireless plans are $15 a month, when you purchase a three-month plan, you're probably thinking, yeah, sure, what's the catch? Well, uh, there isn't one. They cut out the cost of retail stores and pass those sweet savings directly to you. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with premium wireless plans for just 15 bucks a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plans jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. All plans come with unlimited talk and text and high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. And you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. The team here at Literally has tried Mint Mobile out, and this is the review. For a fraction of the cost, Mint Mobile proved to have excellent coverage with no-drop calls or unsent texts. Plus, they make it super easy for me to activate my device just by following a few simple steps online. And bam, done. It was great. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash literally. That's mintmobile.com slash literally. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash literally. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. What is that? Oh yeah, look at that. Yeah, oh, right. Wow, wow. You 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 got a little Smooth sounds. You got a little Barry White going, honestly. Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to Literally. I am recording this today from New York City. It's very exciting for me. It feels in many ways, much more professional, but you'll be the judge of if it actually is more professional. Today, we have the hilarious and legendary Cedric the Entertainer. He is here to talk about the 100th episode of The Neighborhood, his show he's been doing on CBS, and so many other amazing things because he's just one of the great characters of all time. Let's get to it. You know, that was, that's a character I, I, I wanted to do, a Barry White. Oh what? Broadway. Have you, you've, Barry. Uh, you have heard the famous tape of him trying to get to the public service announcement. Have you ever heard this? I think recently somebody was trying to tell me about that. It's the most amazing thing. Oh, I gotta, I gotta get that. He's literally just reading a, a public service announcement for something in Waco, Texas. It's like a. Concert. And 
he, he, he can't get through it. And then he starts getting more and more angry and trying to do different <laughs> versions of it. It's it's one of the oh, most beautiful. I got it. You got it. And then you got to do it. Is that like on YouTube or something? It ha it has to be. I've got to be able to find it, it. Yeah, it's it's up there with Casey Kasem melting down. Like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I've heard that one too. That, yeah, Casey. that's a yeah, but the Barry White one is a little more obscure. Oh, that, I love that. Yeah, <laughs> just imagine. Oh, he, meet he, me this Sunday at Waco, Waco, Texas, and then Waco. and then he's like, he's like, my favorite thing is, oh, wait a minute, what is it? They got damn words in here they don't even need. <laughs> They had damn words in here they don't, don't even, even need. need. It's nice. It's so good. Well, when you finally record it, you got to send it to me. It's a, oh, that's classic. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, so you got 100 episodes already going. Oh, man. You know, it, 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 I mean, it surprises you how fast that comes, man. Like, you know, because you started these shows, and it was one of these things where, of course, you got, we had a false start because we shot a pilot. Then they decided to reshoot the pilot with different actors. Oh, I've had and, that happen. Uh, that That's weird. crazy because you're thinking when it's on the bubble, you're like, ah, oh, this might be done. Like, no way they're going to spend more money to reshoot the pilot, right? But that, you know, it worked out great because we got Max Greenfield and Beth Bears came on the show. And, um, you know, that was the right combination. So now, you know, we just phew, off I, and running, man. I love hearing that it worked because, as you know, a lot of times— you know, you do something and they recast it and they tinker with it to make yeah. it, but you just don't, and it doesn't happen. That's what, you know, I mean, people like see this and, uh, you know, they, they'll assume that you just always got it and winning and always just a winner and you never, and they'll recognize like, man, this is so many little small things can go wrong in the process of doing a TV show. Even after you do the pilot. I remember when I had a friend that was on the neighborhood as a writer, he was in one of my opening acts. And so the first, the first check he got, he was like, Oh, shoot, I'm lit. <laughs> and then he, I was like, bro, do not spend that money right now. He was like, what? No, he was like, I said, bro, do not spend that money yet. You need to wait until this show gets picked up again. And he was like, okay. And I was like, because even when you get through, you know, they'll order six or eight or whatever that first order, what they call it, the first nine. Yeah. And they yeah. Order the back nine. The back nine. Sure. Back nine. Yeah. So. You just don't know. No, you don't. So it, it is a, you know, it's a blessing. And, you know, so. And and it's a fun show to do. We got a great cast. We you know, got great energy, you know, writers now. And I was able to direct the hundred episodes, so that so was cool. It's a multicam, yes. Multicam, yeah. So directing multicams is a whole di like I, I've directed. I don't know if I, if I would know how to direct a multicam. It's a whole yeah. different. It's like what's directing a play, really. Yeah, exactly. Because you got all the cameras working for you, so you know you got you got your cross shots, and then you have your you know your main shot that you want right there. So the main thing is like again, just making sure that you go and establish whatever those specialty shots you want if you're gonna do something very specifically with your hands. I want to be able to maybe get a take where I just grab, grab that and, you know, make sure I see you open the bottle top or whatever. Mm -hmm. Little things, just like directing a real movie, um, a movie or a TV show, but you got a lot of cameras capturing things all at once, which is great. You liked it? I loved it. I, it's, my, it's my second time directing The Neighborhood. I directed uh, an episode of my other show, The Soul Man, before that too. I used to have another series called The Soul Man, and then I did... I did a couple of episodes on there, but this was my second one. And, you know, at CBS, that's the, you know, what they call it. That's the staple center. That, that's the big, yeah, the big platform, the it Madison is. Square Garden of it all. Right? It is. You know, yeah. 
It's America's it America's yeah. most watched network. Oh wow! Ooh, that's a very Dan Rathery. See, I'm I want most that. Watched. I was just auditioning for that job. That's good. That's you what did that was. Uh, I think that we did. You keep that. Keep it's that a CBS people. Make sure we got that. It's it's the one network I am not currently on. And you so are I on to, a lot of networks, my friend. I want to try to get on that one too. You do a lot of work. <laughs> that's good. That's got to be good, man. It's super. I, I mean, it's, you know what it's like. The hustle never ends. I, I agree. A lot of people ask me, like, like, what do you, what do you chill? What do you? The rest? same, right? What do you tell them? I'm like, yo, I'm like, I'm, I'm chilling right now. I'm having a good time. What are you talking about? This is not work. This is not work. I'm blessed. Everything is love. It, exactly. And then it makes me feel so good when I actually have a vacation. I feel like I've earned it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, oh, yeah. Like I've had vacations when I've been on an extended vacation. It's uh, stressful. Oh. Do you know what I'm saying? You, oh, yeah. You haven't worked in six months, whatever the hell, and you're going, <coughs> like, I don't like that. I want to, like, grind, 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 grind. It, Two weeks off. Oh, yeah. And, grind, then grind, grind. And, and then people assume that you still got that life to you, so they want to spend the money and do, you know, like, they want to spend and do things when you're on vacation like it was when in, in the good old days. Like, I, like I call it 04. Oh four. Oh four was amazing. Oh four was my year, Is man. that your year? Everybody uh, has a year, don't you think? Oh, man. Oh four, I was that dude. Oh, okay. That's so okay. I'm 84. Okay. That's 84. how long. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm going like 20. I'm, I'm 20 years old at Brat okay. Pack. It's okay, like, yes. you know, what? people, kids are dressing up as Halloween as my characters and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah 84. Yeah, come on. Yeah, use that dude. Yeah. Oh, four. I was the man. I was like, yo, couldn't do no wrong. When did you know? Like, what's the moment where you were like, oh, this is, I'm the man in 04. <clears throat> You know, I think it was walking, you know, because I had like, um, I had the Bud Light commercials going. Mm, yeah. I had the TV show going. We were doing the original Kings of Comedy. That's right. I had uh, a couple of movies coming out. It was just like just a, a lot, lot of stuff. Popping, yeah. Just popping, man. But I just kind of remember going through an airport, like a, like a southern airport, you know, and it was like good old boys. Like, hey, man. Yeah. I like those beer commercials, brother. <laughs> And it was like, huh? Why you shake that beer up? Oh, I, tell you. I was like, that's it right there. I'm the man right That's there. amazing. That is am the How was the, the Kings of Con That tour must have been legendary. Oh, man. It is. What do you mean? It is legendary. Yeah, it is. I mean, before the movie, you know, that was the thing about it. Before the movie, it was rock and roll comedy. So yeah. the fact that, you know, you got, you know, you got four of your friends out on the road oh. with you. You got all of your guys, and we are rock stars. We're doing arena tour comedy is crazy, you know. And it, it, it was one of those things, like especially the first season. I always talk about this. I can get in trouble though because of the first season it was like, you know, I was single. It was private jets. I no. was I was the Rob Lowe. I was the Rob Lowe <laughs> of the tour, man. I was like, you know, if I had had your voice though, oh, can you man. imagine where I could have gone? Oh man! Imagine you. I could have had also that oh, with me. Oh wow! 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 Rob, <laughs> it just happened right now. I get it. I get it now, man. You just did it. <laughs> you just did it, bro. I, I want to be on that. I, low. I just want to be on that. I want to be on that tour. I want to go back into a time machine. It was funny. That makes me laugh though, because remember my voice first changed, and uh, one of my mom's friends called and. And, and and I was like, hello. And then she was like, mm, who's this? 
And I was like, this is Cedric. <laughs> she was like, oh, so she could, yeah, let's see it really. Well. She was really listening to me like, you know, like, how you doing? Well, I I got the same effect right now. If I close my eyes, I'm like, mm, mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let me drink my coffee. Make you drink man. your coffee. Um, so it those days, so more sugar. My, my man needs more sugar. Uh, like a stevia or something. You don't. You, see, you don't understand. Stevia. I get this. I, too. I I I call that my acting juice. You are, oh yeah, that's my acting juice. You know, I think in, if we're a different era, it'd probably be vodka would be my acting oh, juice. Oh yes, but now it's just multiple shots of espresso with just the right amount of milk. It, yeah. And the milk is the key. Yeah, it has to be just the right amount for me. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. I always do that on the set. When uh, that's funny that you do that because that's the old school way, right? This I was like, Buddy Epson would be two shots to the wind by now. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. you know, I'm always like, w- William Holden's yeah, my guy. William uh, Ephraim Zimbalist Jr. Jr. would be, be drunk. He would have me drunk on his butt by now. Let me tell you, Don Knotts when he was doing <laughs> Barney Fife. Right. Andy Griffith was yeah. livid with him every minute. For <laughs> Mike Connors' as Mannix oh, would be so drunk right oh. now. Who played Cannon? That was also my oh Cannon. That, that was Raymond. That was Raymond Burr. No, he was Ironsides. Oh, he was Ironside. My favorite was, was Cannon. Everybody, everybody's credit shot too was them just turning around in a swivel chair. Oh, that was like it's like and Buddy Epson he turned around in a chair <laughs> and Epson. my it was, it was, and I also liked in those days in the in the at in the uh, oh. in the promos and the whatever the opening credits, it wasn't enough to have their name. The name had to be said. Oh yeah, and oh yeah, Buddy Epson. Well, yeah, it yeah. says that I can. And then it would freeze. Freeze frame. Oh. <laughs> they could do that. that That's when awesome. television was television. And, and those guys were stars. They were real stars. And they could drink at work. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. Listening out there. Yeah. All you got all, all these new wave stuff and doing yoga, yoga break. And, ah, come on. I was, on a, I was on an airplane once and um, uh, uh, Ed McMahon was uh, oh, in the seat next to him. And he had been just been married for the like 11th time and and he you know had a really young wife and a really really young kid oh wow and the kid was like daddy i hope you don't drink another one of your stinky tonics oh wow and then he looked over at me and saw that i'd seen he goes oh stinky tonic i don't even know what you mean i was like i bet you don't so my stinky tonic (laughs) is my acting juice the stinky tonic, the, the Ed McMahon. That's a good drink. They would, they probably do that in Vegas. A stinky tonic. The, stinky, the Ed McMahon stinky tonic. You, well, get you ever go to restaurants in the in the like old school restaurants in Vegas or L.A. and it's it, the the dishes are named after famous actors? It always makes me laugh. <laughs> or producers, they'd be like, yeah, you like who is this person? Like, uh, there was a great uh, a great producer named Jerry Weintraub, and I'd or, always oh, order right. his. Clams Casino. Oh, but what is Clams? Why a casino? Yeah, I don't know. Was it was it a dinner? Was it food? It's food. It's yeah, Clams Casino. Wine Trump's got a couple of things because even up in uh up in Palm. Yes, Palm, Palm Springs. Springs. He's yes. got like a few drinks named after him, and it, he was a he was legend. Like the man, yeah, like, they loved the the tribe up there. Did you um? Now you've been doing this for so long. Did you? Who's your favorite run-in? Like, not bad run-in, but like meet up with a legend. 
Oh, man. Did you ever meet like Richard Pryor or anybody like that? I met Richard Pryor. Um, I met Richard Pryor, but he was like, a little, he, he was older, starting to decline, right. you know, so it wasn't quite that that special one right there. Um, uh, let me see. I met, you know what? I mean, a couple of weird ones. Barry White called me on the phone Wait one a time. Minute. That was the craziest one. Michael Jackson called me on the phone. Wait, wait, wait. Like, so you had in you my had, house. You had like, bo- literally both, not only both sides of both range. You had the falsetto. Yeah, and you had the bass. And then of course Barry doesn't. I mean Michael doesn't talk with a falsetto at all. Like when he like when he's is that true? Voice, is, yes. So when he's not, he's like, hey, this is Michael Jackson. Yeah, hey, it's Mike. Hey, how are you, man? Hey, Cedric, it's Michael. How are you? Not, but not with. Yeah, the- but you get a call like it's the president. He goes like, um, somebody calls and says. Cause my house is like uh, Cedric Cedric Kyle's please government name and everything. I'm like, uh, yeah, you have an important call. And I'm like, okay, and then boom, then another person come on and says you have a call from Michael Jackson. I'm like, what the what is this, Cedric? Hey man, whoa! So it sounded, my house it sounded like he was great. calling from like outer space. Yeah, like like before the old internet days. Yeah, then he comes on what did he want he had watched the movie johnson family vacation told me he thought that was a very important movie to do because he he's from gary indiana so he's like that idea of taking your family on vacation and being in the car it means he, he knew that space he was like i love that keep doing it want to tell you that was a great movie that's amazing. And then invited us to come out to Neverland whenever we wanted Please to. tell me you went to Neverland. I, did, I never got a chance to go, man. Never did do it. That's that's I, one of them things like you like. See, I learned this this yeah. lesson earlier is like, because, you always, because of that, you go, well, sure. And he's yeah, already, I'm, he doesn't really want me to go, blah, 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 blah. And I learned this, that do it. Yeah. Just, and it always, like, what if you did next week? Say, hey, Michael, et cetera. I was just thinking- I'm I'm free next week and I'm coming. Right. Oh, and you could have right. There's so many of those things where you wish, like, oh man, because I, I I was like I took the invitation. Oh, thank you so much. And mm-hmm. it's like ah, uh, you know, I'll go when I go. Like, what am I doing? What am I go out there and just see the animals? Uh, you start to think like it's no big deal, and then like now it no longer exists. And yeah. you're like, man, I could have told that story. I had a a moment like that where I ran into Sting. Yet, yeah. and he was like, oh well, I'm you're in London. You know, anytime, come out. And I. Walked away and had that exact thought, and went. You know what? I am going to call him. Yeah, I, I literally just met him. Yeah, I called him. I went to the house that night. That that weekend, Pavarotti showed up. Come on, man. Pavarotti and Sting sang "Panis Angelicus." Wow. They recorded it for his album. I sat from me to you from Pavarotti singing. Yeah, with Sting conducting. And as it turns out, um, uh, as Sting says, he goes. I think you conceived your first son in, in our in our in our guest bedroom. So it was a very big weekend for me. <laughs> ah, nice. But I had that moment of I'm never going to call Sting. I'm not right. Call Sting up and go to his house. No, I'm. You know, I'm actually on Jay Z's Black album, kind of the same way. Like same thing. I saw him mentioned that I wanted to see him work in the studio. He was like, "Here's the number. If you ever in New York, call." I called. Great. And I went out when I was in the studio, and then he was like, uh, he was doing this project, the Black Album. Yeah. And he was like, yo, man, I got a character 
because I pitched him an idea and he was like, oh, that's good. That's funny. But he was like, I got a character that I want somebody to make threats on. Just do this thing. So I'm the character threats on the Black Album. That's so it's cool. so crazy just by following up and doing it and like just never knowing when what, what's going to lead to the next thing. Because I was really just going there to fan out. Just yeah. like, sit there and watch them. At this time of year, if you're huddled up indoors, you're looking out the window and wishing the sun was out, you can do some fun things out and about. I know where you need to go. I know where you need to go. You need to say goodbye to winter and the winter blues and visit sunny Scottsdale, Arizona. The weather in Scottsdale gives you so many different options of things to do indoors, outdoors. It's the golfing capital of the world, first of all. It's got 200 area courses. You can hike the Sonoran Desert, which is brilliantly beautiful. You could take a thrilling hot air balloon ride. When you're done, enjoy a meal at one of the many world-class celebrity chef restaurants. You can choose from one of over 70 resorts and hotels with heated pools, luxury spas, and you don't miss out on incredible upcoming events like the classic car auction, Barrett Jackson, the WM Phoenix Open for you golf lovers. I know I want to go get in that stand for that par three at the uh, WM Phoenix Open. That's one of the greatest things you can do in golf. They also have the yearly Arabian Horse Show and Cactus League Spring Training. Hello, for baseball fans, my Dodgers are there. It's one of my great trips I get to do. So make the most out of winter by escaping to Scottsdale's slice of paradise. Plan your trip at experiencescottsdale.com. Hey, everybody. Join Macy's and Girls, Inc., to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programs for girls when you donate online to Girls, Inc. or round up your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at macy's.com slash purpose. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amiga, empathy is our best policy. Speaking of fanning out, who were your co- first comedic? Oh man! But before you even wanted to be a comic, though, like when you were a kid, oh, what, yeah. what made you laugh? Jackie Gleason. So my uh, grandmother loved the Jackie Gleason show, like the 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 show of shows where he used to like the big, you know, yep. suited up, come out, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, of course, you know, he was just so legendary, and you know, he's a big man, smooth, light on his feet, and you know, had a certain ease about him, you know, and you just knew he was a boss, like all that kind of worked, right? So then, uh, Flip Wilson. Oh. Uh, Flip Wilson was amazing, you know, especially as a you know, uh, like a darker skinned black kid. He he identified. I just identified with him. Everything round face. He was just like one of these people that was like, oh, I'm him, right? Mm. So, 
And um, and then just had the big show, and he was always shining. And then Richard Pryor was the one, of course. We got the albums. You know, you'd have to sneak and listen to them. The, the great albums yeah. of, uh, and uh, and so those those were those key run-ins. Those those were the ones yeah. for me right there. Flip Wilson moved in to Malibu when I I first moved to Malibu from Ohio. I was it was nineteen seventy six. And and Flip was at the height of his TV career. Yeah, the Flip Wilson show was on. Oh wow! And he moved in, and his daughter went to my um, junior high for a while. So I'd see Flip at like, you know, yeah, like talent shows. He'd show up to see his daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, he was he was he was the man. Uh yeah, yeah. It's not enough. It's not enough story told about him. I don't think you know, you know that you know that would be a good one to do. Like I know that somebody was. Talking about like, uh, you know, what, what are these biopics, what you want to do? Well, the one that I can't believe no one has ever done, and maybe they have and I've missed it, is the Marvin Gaye story. They tried it, you know. Did they, did they do a version of it that didn't work? No, they tried it a couple of different times. It's always something to do with the, the, the family and the music. Oh, the family music, yeah. Yeah, they can't get, you know. That's right. Because the music is all over the place. So when you try to do... Like certain songs, you got to go to this publishing company or that sister, and and they don't work. They don't work well together. I actually was producing a play, uh, and I produced it with high school kids. And you know, because it was high school, we had this exemption, so it was great. Like we did, we had to play popping off, and so it got really started to get some buzz. So we were like, all right, let's make this play bigger. And as soon as we tried to turn it into a thing, the wolves came out. Like, it's, a, oh, it's a play, people. But they, everybody went to their corners. Every family mm. member had a reason why you can't do it that way with them. And if you're going to use our song, then, you know, some people own what's going on. Some people own what's sexual healing. Some people own, you know. You got to have all you gotta of have them. You got to have the You got to have all of them. Yeah, they, they got on, heard it through the grapevine. And then they like, I won't, you know, I won't release it if you're going to do it with them because they wouldn't let me do something two years ago. So forget them. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, it's, a, it's really a story I've always yeah, wanted. Yeah, no. And it's so, it's so great. I heard some young singer on the internet the other day, uh, you know, did a version of a Marvin Gaye song, like his own way. And I was like, okay, this kid is really good. Because I remember they were talking about they were casting a Marvin Gaye movie and whoever they casted was weird. That's that's all I remember. I I remember that too. It's funny. I have a friend of mine who's worked for the Lakers forever and ever and ever. And I only learned last week that he's the one that got Marvin Gaye to sing the national anthem at the All-Star Game. So legendary. Insane. That's the most legendary. That is so... It's beyond. It's uh, beyond comprehension. Yeah, you can just watch it and listen to it, and you just go like, "What was so? What was he so angelic? And what was he? What was he? It's it's he was just soaring, just soaring through the and watching the, the players' stage. faces. Oh man, it was like I just he just took this song and just made it this like. Do you sing? You must sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sing you do a sing. Bit. Of course you do. Yeah. Have you ever done the national anthem? I did do the national anthem one time. Uh, what was it? It was like for a college game, I think. I did it one time. It's very scary. 
It's all about where you start. Yeah, yeah. You start yeah, that thing. You start it it's out that, wrong. You've won and lost the battle with the very first note. <clears throat> you got to, because in your mind, you got to know where you want to start, and you can think that that note is much higher than what it is, and then the words are very confusing. Like, you know, that's the other thing. People kind of mix the verses because yes. they, they do say similar things in different ways. And you like, oh, I committed too soon. I've committed too soon. I, I took the second verse and put it in the first. But then, if you, God forbid, you're in a place where there's a little echo in the stadium. Oh, you know the thing where like you can't hear your own voice, oh. but you can hear it echoing a, a, a second after you've. No, 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 You don't want that. <laughs> you don't want to hear yourself like, oh, not again. I have to say though that it is one of those things. That I kind of feel like I might have to do one of these days. Why not, man? Yeah, just you find I mean, a pocket. You get you. Do you know what I mean? Sing a little bit. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I feel. Yeah. I feel like I'm an actor who can sing. Okay. You know, yeah, you know what same. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. In the old days, I was a love of the bit where you could sing. It's like in the old days, if we did what we did, it would be a foregone conclusion that we knew how to sing exactly. and dance. Exactly, and dance, and like, dance. Like, would have to, like everybody did. Like that was you had to, you had to do it all. If you were going to be good, if you were going to be in this business, yeah. I, I, um, when I was uh, literally medevaced out of the footloose dance auditions, I knew that what my days that? as a dancer blew my uh, blew my knee out auditioning for Footloose. It's not the most. Uh, masculine was thing it, that's ever happened. Was it jump? Was it you know what jump? it was? It was a knee slide. The knee slide. It was a baby. knee slide across the floor. That was big. That was and big. I just heard it go, boop. I always say that when I look at those boop. soccer players do that knee slide. I'm like, what are these guys? I think it's the same thing. Never skinned up. I think the same thing. I'm like, and they're all great actors because yeah. the soccer does, because they act oh, like they've, oh they act like they're God, crippled. The misery that they go the through. The misery of it all. Oh, oh, the agony. And then just right up. Right so up. The agony of defeat. Just rolling around. Oh, my God. My God. My hammy. We're ready to play? Okay, good. Okay. We're back up. What is your, what's your sports jam? Who are your teams? What do you follow? So I'm like, you know, uh, my my teams are weird because I'm from St. Louis, so I do baseball. Oh, well, it's the the, Cardinals. one of the great franchises. You got to rock the. I, I mean, and I have then, mad respect for them. And then I got a, I got these sub teams. The Steelers are my main team that I rock with, Steel Curtain. Yeah. And I rock with the Rams because they were in St. Louis, and then they moved to L.A., and so that's my thing. I'm good friends with the Cronkies, so we, we I get to go to the game. What's happening with the quarterback sitch? You got any I don't inside? Know what's going on, man? Any inside scoop you want to like? I don't know what's going on. Nobody's making nobody's making the kind of moves that I don't think. I don't think Stafford is. They, I mean, they definitely need to get ready for it. If they if they're not going to get him out of there, they need to get another quarterback. I'm just worried about his shoulder. Yeah, like he's hurt. He's a stud. Yeah, he just no, but I just but, he's had a lot of. But he's been at it a long, long time. time. Yeah, a and long. Not everybody's Tom Brady. Like they can't just go forever. Forever. It's unbelievable, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but you know what I like to say: never underestimate a pretty boy. I didn't know they got rid of Jalen Ramsey. I just yes, he's such a nice guy. Yeah. What a what a huge loss for yeah, us. Yeah, I was like, yo, like okay. So they they just kind of broke the team up. Oh, what's going on? So I don't know what's going. If it feels weird to me, it feels maybe there's a bigger plan going. I don't, I don't there's know. Gotta be. I mean, they did they did it right. That coffee's not working. I'm not, they don't. They didn't bring it. 
So you had it for a minute. It, yeah, and then they brought it back. And, and see what just, happens? Now you're falling asleep yeah, in for, the internet. Yeah, I, 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 asked for the, I asked for the sweetener, and then they were like, okay. They go, well, he's going to get yeah, nothing yeah, and like and, it. And, and, and somebody's just going to make sure it's so right. Yeah. You know how they do it. They're just going to make it just right for you. Yes. Like, I didn't need all that. Thank you. My favorite, one of my favorite Hollywood stories is uh, there's a very volatile producer named Joel Silver. Yeah. And uh, a young assistant is working for Joel. And Joel says, um, I'd like a Diet Pepsi. The assistant goes out. There's no Diet Pepsi. But he goes to the 7-Eleven and gets a Diet Coke. Brings it back to Joel Silver and says, I know you asked for Diet Pepsi. Here's yeah. Diet Coke. I'm all, I'll figure it out. And Joel takes it and throws it in the trash can and says, I asked for a Diet Pepsi. You gave me a Diet Coke. Do you know what would happen in my business if somebody asked me for Bruce Willis? And I brought them Corbin Burnson. <laughs> Corbin Burnson. And Corbin's probably sitting there going, what did I do? What did I do? How did I just get kind of semi-dragged like, by Robbie? Like, like for no reason, it's Joel. A, it's, a, it's the most amazing story. <laughs> Corbin Burnson. Isn't that a great one? I love that. It's. I mean, it makes it very clear, though. It doesn't. It? I mean, you know, you wanted Doctor Pat, whatever yeah. Diet Pepsi, get Diet Pepsi. I mean, it's, okay. At that point, you go like Joel. You, all right. Okay. That's, that's a good. I mean, that's what got a point do. there. It's different. Um, what is your okay? <laughs> um, what is your favorite? I'm trying to see how to put this. Like, what's your favorite run-in with a famous person? That. Oh. Like, yeah, well, what, well, let's just leave it at that. What's your famous r- favorite run-in you ever had with a famous person? And the Michael Jackson one's going to be hard to beat. Oh, uh, that was pretty crazy, too. By the way, Michael was talking about taking his family on vacation. What is he? I take a llama. What does he do? He takes know. a family on vacation? He's like, I thought it was so great. He just lo- I just loved it. And, you know, you guys got a car. You just rode around. You know, I don't know. I, I like the way the car, you cool. put gas in it. So you guys drive? And like, like he's been rich so long. Then yeah, you so just you know. have a car. Like what is that? You guys got hungry, and then you went to a restaurant. That's crazy. How did you like went in and ate with regular people? Yes, right. That's right. Well, but then after that, like it got dark, and you guys went to a like a motel. <laughs> that was a good one. Ooh, I did the motel <laughs> right, didn't motel. I? You went to motel. Okay. You know, motel. I knew Mike a little bit. I always, I always thought. Oh look here, he's got it. He's got the oh, acting juice. He's got a. This is a very dramatic moment. I need to stir it then. Right. Sorry. Thank you. This is, uh, I'm very curious. This is comes the stir. I'm just living on the edge right now. You are. I'm not, I don't even believe it's coffee anymore. Yeah, How do you like that? It's not, I don't know. What this is. <laughs> now there's no milk in it. Yeah. It's like, it's a. Uh, <laughs> Do you ever have days where you just go, I give up? Yeah, yeah I almost did it just, just then. I'm like, all right, I'm done. I, I give up. Yes. How about I don't even want it Yeah, now. never mind. It's good. You know, this is Corbin Burnson. Hugh brought me liquid Corbin Burnson. What kind of? Kind of. She's probably just doing her best she can. And I'm like, I'm over here just goes like going in on my coffee like some diva. Right now, but you've been meeting. going all day. I ran in. Where did we run yeah, into each we other this morning? The Elvis, the Elvis Duran show. Elvis Duran show. You were early. You were. I doing was there for you. So imagine Oof. that. Oof. And I'd come from like uh, 
Good Morning America or something. Oh. When I when I come to, I'm I'm promoting my show Unstable, which is currently on Netflix with my son John Owen. Nice. Um, and and we're in New York promoting, and and you see the same people who are on their promotional tour. You're promoting oh, yeah, hundred exactly. episodes of of Neighborhood. Neighborhood yeah. Um, I ran into uh, Brooke Shields, who's promoting her documentary, okay. and you just keep running into each yeah. other uh, at, at the same shows. No, yeah, and up here you see everybody. I ran into the the singer Kim. Oh yeah, downstairs, and then I think it was a couple other people like in the lobby when I just came. Well, SiriusXM yeah. is a blast. Oh yeah, because it's, it's always popping I, off. I, it's popping. I I and I can go to like. You can go to different studios or different, like, I'm feeling Yacht Rocky today. Yeah. You know what? I need a little urban yeah. flavor. Yeah. I want a, a little country, maybe some no-shoes radio. You know, no you can go wherever radio. the hell you want. Yeah, so you st- stick your head in. Yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, I'm going over to East Street Radio, see what Bruce Springsteen people are up to. Yeah, uh, yeah. That, and that's what's really great about here, because it's all those vibrations around here. And of course, everybody's like, love to have you. Oh, please come in. Right. You're like, oh, I'll yeah. come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just hanging out, baby. I'm just like, I'm just here for it. I'm here for it. That's the, that's the latest term. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I love the kids. That's uh, yeah, Is it hard to keep up with the kids? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it moves. And my daughter is 19 and she's at LMU and she is witty and always kind of plugged into the mm. latest. So she keeps me abreast. No, you you have to, particularly in your yeah, line of work. Yeah, I mean, you're out, you're doing stand up. You're out there because comedy is 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 predicated on being current. Yeah. I mean, you can't be out of date and be funny. Impossible. You know, you know, people people still like you know. Of course, like people, I've seen comedians still like do sets from like years ago. Like still have their sets, and if they if they're a pro though. They can pull it off. That's what's really weird. Something about just being a pro and being able to go up there and just deliver it. Be like, no, this dude had changed his material in fucking 20 years. It is an interesting thing to think about when you do. Because I've talked to, I've had folks on the show, funny people, and and there's a camp that's like, actually an audience gets disappointed if, if you don't do like a famous bit. Yeah. They feel cheated, right? And then there's also the notion of you know you want to you want to keep it fresh, and I guess it depends on 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 the person. Well, they do that now with music, for sure. You do not want to go in a way to a music show and hear new records and not hear your ones. Stand up, people kind of want to hear a bit that they love. And then at the same time, they expect you to do all new material. Interesting. But if it's a big, big joke that they love, then people are like, why you didn't do that? You'd be like, I did it on my special. And now everybody's kind of repeating it when they see me. So I think that I've done it. Mm-hmm. Like people walk up to you, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Call me by my initials. That was like, yeah, my, God, yeah, yeah. call me by my initials, man. It was yeah. like a whole, a whole era. You're like okay, it's time to change. It. Yeah, I can't do that joke live, even though I love the joke. When you um, do you actually write, or do you just like go through your life, and go, oh, that's a funny idea, and think about that, and sort of put it in a file somewhere, or like, what's your what's yeah. your process like? Yeah, I'm right. <clears throat> I mainly um, I, I mainly try to do like I'm on tour right now, so so when I go out each weekend, because we're on an arena tour, we're on a big stage. I'll try to write a joke, you know, a couple of jokes in a week and try at least one of them on stage. Oh, really? Like, just But it's random. an ongoing thing. You're yeah, on tour like, now and you're writing. Right, yeah. So 
I got a set that I'm going to do yeah. that's going to do. And then I'm going to try at least one joke in that set of something I've written, like, you know, and see if it works or sticks or if I can add it. And that's usually how I build a new set. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn that thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. How many times will you try a joke? Like, if it dies, 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 yeah. obviously it's out. But if it's like, hey, like, the rea- do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if there's enough of a reaction, like, okay, yeah. there's something there. Yeah. I just need to rethink. Do you go through that process? Yeah, you'll go through that process because that's the one you really have to do. But I, I really only do that if the joke makes me laugh. Oh, uh, okay. If the joke makes me laugh and it, and it hadn't quite made them laugh yet, but I've got a few giggles, then I trust it. How about this? A joke that makes you laugh. And you double and triple and quadruple down, and it's still because I, I I've had that too. You gotta let it go. You're like, God damn it, damn it. Yeah, I'm, I've had those where you just let it go, man. You're like, oh man, I tried this joke. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, and then, you know, like, you'll ask like a friend or somebody, like, man, okay, what you know, what do you think? Like this, this setup, Bali Blind. He's like, that's pretty good. I say, you don't work. He's like, I can see you're not working too. Ugh. Like, thanks, thanks for nothing. I'm I'm uh, I'm playing the Venetian in Vegas uh, coming up. I have a little one man show that I do that it, it it's so fun. I love okay. it. I mean, oh, awesome. to get the vibe to go out yeah. there. It's kind of based on the, the I wrote two books, the memoirs, and so it's stories from my life. And okay, just it's just an excuse for me really to do stand up without saying it's stand up. Right. Um, Tell stories and walk out and exactly. It's, it's great. It's the best. It's the best. Yeah. But every once in a while, there's one thing that makes me laugh. Makes me laugh. Yeah. And I put it out there and the, it's just silence. And I'm like, God damn it. The next time I tell it, it's going to kill silence. The next time I tell it. It's going to Well, I mean, again, if it makes you laugh, though, I've learned this, though, like literally. And I'll say this, too. I'll ask my friends, like, too, like my guys that, that tour with me. I would be like, man, uh, what did I say the other night or something that I started laughing? And it's like, oh, oh, yeah, that, that one thing about. I said, OK, cool. And so that'll work, or if it's because I got a, I got my tour manager been my friend since junior high school. He's got jokes that make him laugh 
that ain't not the biggest jokes for everybody else, but I know that he's going to laugh. I do that joke for him. for him. Like that's, you know, I love that too. Yeah. To, to make one yeah, specific. One joke. So I know like anybody that's kind of like him is going to get this joke. And sometimes it's very particular people. He's, you know, he's a bit of an introvert. He's kind of mean, mean, because he's like my tour manager, role manager. That's dude. the role. He got us. Kind of gruffy, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. And at the same time, like, he loves a good laugh when it, when it's, when it happens. So I was like, it's got to be these people in the audience. And if, they, if, if he likes this joke, they'll like this joke, and that's who this joke is for. Well, this is so fun. I know you got how many? How many more stops do you have on the big rollout today? Oh man, today uh, I think uh, I got lunch and then one more. I got. Uh, Ooh, I did lunch before. I got the pizza uh, in me before I came oh, here. See, that was nice. I'm going to mm, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna do a little sushi. Mm. Do sushi for lunch. New York City, man. Yes, yeah, like, you gotta yeah. do. I mean, yeah. it's so many great restaurants here. It's it like, really it's is. ridiculous. And then people see you like choices of places you need to go. You'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty. I'm. It's. I'm gonna. I do my all time favorite. I had my my. I had my pizza. Had a great interview with you. And now I'm gonna run through Central Park, run around the reservoir. Nothing uh, better. It's. It's like the New York you, day for so me. You get out. In, are, you, are you done for the day? So you'll go run and then be yep, done. And then I'm back to L.A. Okay. Oh, so you're done too. Done. Like, done. Oh, that's perfect. Oh. Yeah. What's the show with you and your son? Because I I was kind of asleep last night. I didn't, I didn't get to see what it was. I thought it was funny though. So it's called Unstable. Okay. It's. Uh, he and I co-created it together. Correct. It's based on his relentless internet trolling of me. And he, <laughs> oh, just, he, he just destroys you. me. He murders me on it. And it just started as a bit, like him being funny to his dad. Okay. And it, like people started catching on and it became kind of a thing. And he's like, dad, maybe there's a show here somewhere. So we, you know, started thinking about it and that became the show. And it, 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 it came out, uh, on, uh, it, the end of March. It's now on 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 uh, Netflix and it's doing great. And frankly, it's the kind of reviews that I. It's a once in a lifetime reviews, oh, which nice. is really you know go. It can go both ways. So yeah. when you get the good ones, you got to celebrate them. Yeah. Oh, that's good. I mean, it's something like that is so always so unique when you when you can find something and went looking for it and it's just and it ends up being a good time. It's kind of like what we're talking about. Does it really work? No. Yeah, and sometimes and when it really works. It's, you know what it is, is when it doesn't work, there's nothing you can do about it. And when it really works, there's nothing you can do about it. Right. Yeah, that's true. It's gone, baby. Like it just is exactly. what it is. It's meant Yeah. It's meant to be, one way or the other. Cedric, the entertainer. I'll call you by your initials, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so good. That's good Drink up that acting juice. Go get some good. sushi. And thank you for coming in, man. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, man. It's lovely, man. It's been awesome. Thank you. It's good. Cedric left his acting juice. Should I try it? Should I see what's in it? Hang on, I'm gonna open it. Hang on. Hang on right here, okay. It's coffee. It isn't it isn't alcohol. And it's um passable. Anyway, how fun was that? What a what a great guy. All right. You know what time it is. It's time to check the lowdown line. Hello, you've reached literally in our lowdown line, where you can get the lowdown on all things about me, Rob Lowe, 323-570-4551. So have at it. Here's the beep. Hey, Rob, it's Karen. I'm from just about an hour north 
of you in Lompoc, California. And I've been watching Unstable, and it is hilarious. And it just keeps getting funnier with each episode. I especially love the father-son relationship between your character Ellis and John Owen's character Jackson. And I've just been cracking up at Jackson's annoyance with Ellis's outrageous, although adorable, quirks. So my question for you is, what quirks do you, Rob, have that annoy Matthew and John Owen, your sons? Oh, and if you and your boys haven't served Halama Beach yet, you must. And grab a famous Halama burger while you're there. Love, love, love the podcast. Bye-bye. Thank you, Karen. I love that. I love the reception that that Unstable is getting. It's a passion project, you know. Johnny and I co-created it, so the way that it's being embraced is it's just super good to hear. Um, and by the way, Halama Burger. I'm down with a Halama Burger. I'm a. It's a little sharky at Halama. I'm not. I'm not going to lie. Even you can't deny it. Maybe a little sharky to surf there, but I will come up anyway. Um, the traits, a lot of the traits that are in Unstable that annoy Jackson, my son's character, are real traits that I have that are kind of blown up, pumped up, put on steroids and, and made and exaggerated. Um, and, you know, anytime in the show where I can like, you know, grab his ears and kiss his head and stuff. He hates it. I mean, he's a 27-year-old man. I get why he doesn't like his dad doing that. But I would just say to you, if you're watching the show and I, my character is annoying John Owen's character, it's probably based on how I, I really am with him. <laughs> anyway, thanks for watching Unstable. Appreciate it. Thank you for um, for listening. We have more fun next week. Don't forget to give us a nice review on, on Apple if you are so inclined. And I will see you next week on Literally. You've been listening to Literally with Rob Lowe, produced by me, Nick Liao, with help from associate producer Sarah Begar, researched by Alyssa Grawl. The podcast is executive produced by Rob Lowe for Low Profile, Adam Sachs, Jeff Ross and myself at Team Coco, and Colin Anderson at Stitcher. Booking by Deirdre Dodd, music by Devin Bryant. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Literally with Rob Lowe. This has been a Team Coco production. Apple Card is the perfect cash back rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply.